Welcome everybody to another episode of the Business Boys. Today we are climbing the ladder slowly but surely. We got episode 92. Uh, Mr. Reggie White, your boy. Um, and uh, fuck, with me as always is uh, my man Spence. How you doing, man? I'm doing... I'm doing very well. It's been forever. So much shit going on in the world. We've got a psycho dictator um, invading a country, fucking war, which is fucked up. Um, the market is all over the place. It's been it's been a rough 2022 so far, but March Madness coming up. Baseball's back. NBA playoffs loom. And of course, um, the beautiful weather is coming. Patio season is coming. So I uh, can't complain. But yeah, man, lo- lots of shit going on. How you doing? Yeah, great. All those things you mentioned is really like the most promising time of the year. I'm not saying like necessarily like, ex- like, like, you know, like you said, there's a lot of shit going on. But like, if you look at like just the season, right? Tons of sports. The, the the promise of, of the spring and reborn and all that good shit. I haven't had a drink on the pod in a while, but made myself a nice uh, or well, I got it made, but uh, gin and soda because fuck it, mm, the season of day nice. drinking is slowly upon us. Yeah. Getting the gym, yeah, yeah. losing my COVID weight, which is nice because uh, daddy got up there in the poundage. So trying to get my beach bod back. Fuck, uh, you know, overall, like for me, you know, life's good. Can't complain. Nice. I got to do the same, man. I'm like uh, 25 pounds overweight. So I got to join you on that. Get those calories down. Get the walks going. It's tough, though. Once you put it on, it's tough to take it off. Oh, it is. I've just been crushing tuna. (laughs) Hey, that works, man. Cut down the carbs, up the protein. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta. It's the, it's the only way. It's the only way. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go go grab a beer too. I wasn't gonna drink, but uh, well, I'll since keep, you're drinking, I'll, I'll keep, I'll keep the peeps, uh, you know, engaged while you while you go get your beer. Yeah, I'll be two seconds. I'm gonna go get a Sleeman, notoriously delicious. Well, I'll give my review of Sleeman while you're gone. Um, <laughs> Sleeman is, uh, in my opinion, not notoriously delicious unless you're drinking Silver Creek. And Silver Creek is fucking like, it's like, it tastes like a Silver Creek. I got to say they named appropriately. But the senior, like Sleeman original draft or like even the Honey Brown is kind of caca. Oh, the Honey Brown sucks. This is the original. It's I'm, I'm not a big Sleeman guy, but uh, I don't know. I bought a sixer and they've been hitting the spot. You know what I talk about this March Madness draft we're gonna do? I'm gonna I, I do have some Hendrix gin. I'm gonna make a little gin drink. I'll be two seconds. No, I did, I did. I'm gonna join you. <laughs> Got them all self conscious about a shit beer pick. Um, yeah. So as we all know, we got March Madness right around the corner. Fill in your brackets. The time is now. Uh, I think the time is literally tonight to lock in your bracket. So uh, better better make those moves. Um, Spence and I, as we do every year, are going to make a few um, few picks for ourselves against each other. We're going to pick some clear-cut winners that we think can take the cake. And we're going to take some sleeper picks. Because without the sleeper picks, 
It's just March. There's no madness. You need the Cinderella stories. You need the sleeper picks. You need the crazy buzzer beater upsets. Or else, it's just March calmness. And we're not about March calmness. We like the madness. We embrace the madness. We thrive in chaos. So, with that being said, how do you want to lay this down? Uh, I mean, you could go first. We'll do we'll do four picks, and then one of them, the the fifth pick, has to be a long shot over a hundred to one. Okay, well, I and then I'll track it uh, bracket point style. I think you get like one point for a first round win, two points for a second round win, four, six, four, eight, t- that type thing. Cool. Well, I'll tell you what. I think they're a team that was favored last year. I think they come back this year and they don't fuck around. And I'm going with Gonzaga. That would be my number one pick too. I love it. They're going to win. One of these years, they're a fucking one seed. They're going to win, right? I bet them every year. (laughs) All right, let me, uh, let's let's pull up my bracket here. Let's see. I've watched zero um, college basketball games this year. The only bet I made was... uh, UNC over Duke in Coach K's last game, and they won. I didn't watch any of it. <laughs> I'm going to take um, – I already made four bets. Two were the girlfriends, and she's much better than me at this. She's good at picking. I'm going to pick Villanova, my first oh, pick. I do have them going a little bit. Hey, I always like picking Villanova. Okay, so we can still up until the four. Like we have four regular picks. Yeah, I mean you can pick a long sleeper. shot in in your top four if you want. Yeah, I'll wait. I'll save my long shot. I'm gonna go with um, you went with Villanova. I'm gonna go with uh, a, I'm gonna go with Wisconsin. Ooh, that's a little spicy. The White Boys. Yeah. Wisconsin. <laughs> I will pick Kansas. I will go with Kentucky. I will pick Baylor, just because no one's picked them yet. Okay. The defending champs. I will go... Has anyone gone Zona? We haven't nope. gone Arizona yet. I'll go Arizona. I'll take that number one. It's a good pick, I think. And I'm going to close it out with UCLA, the Bruins. It's a nice, it's a nice one. Well, my sleeper pick. So, what's considered a sleeper pick? Like hundred to one. Like uh, you can pick UNC if you want. I think they're hundred and two to one. Okay, no, I'm going. I'm going sleeper pick. I'm going with Vermont. Oh, I had them on my list. <laughs> They're like uh, 450 to one, by the way. Take I, I, I got them going a few rounds. I'll tell you. I'll give you a little sneak preview. I'm going to take. I think they were 100 to one. I checked this earlier. I'm going to take Alabama. Very nice. Very nice. All right, that is a draft. We'll track it and see who comes out on top. Yeah, well, I'm seeing you in a few weeks, so uh, yeah, I guess we'll have drinks on the drinks on the loser. Perfect. 
By the way, we we uh, the grocery store near me finally has Guru now. I know your uh, energy drink of go. choice. Those uh, is it the organic like low or like low calorie one or organic? It's like a I think it's a white can. Yeah, the white can. It's the it's the it's the second skew. So there's the OG original Guru the red can, right? The red truck. <laughs> then there's the then there's the Guru Light. Which is uh, just a low low calorie version, maybe with stevia, a hint of lemon, and then uh, they have like the wa- the Guru waters, which I don't know if they're even still selling. And then they have like some matcha one, uh, some other one, and uh, they have a new one now. But yeah, I'm all about the OG life. Oh really? I thought you were have- a organic. I thought you're a white can type of guy. They're they're all organic, but uh, I, the white can it's uh, so, I mean, so like, what's I'm the not white can? Calories. The white can oh. is great with gin. Dude, I was that's, just that's, getting there. Spoiler yeah. alert. So uh, my one of my friends came over last Friday, and he's not really like an experienced drinker. He just shows up with a bottle of gin, and and he wants to do like we just we did like ten gin shots each before going out. That's disgusting. It is, but, but I, I don't know. It, it, I've kind of like grown. On, it, it wasn't as bad after the first couple, but I made us uh, a nice organic, like white can guru with gin and some ice and a little bit of lime. Oh my goodness. What a drink. Yeah. They're made for each other. Like I prefer the red, but if I'm drinking gin, white can all the way. Yeah. I was so drunk last Friday. I haven't been that drunk in a while. I, I I mean, out at a bar, no mask, like just time of my life. But uh, I was just walking walking around with a pitcher, no glass, you know, just drinking from the pitcher. But I was so drunk, I couldn't order an Uber at the end of the night. I couldn't, <laughs> like, I couldn't figure out the app. Like, it was in Japanese to me. I couldn't order an Uber. It's, it's literally a two-step process. It's one of the <laughs> easiest things you can do in life. And I couldn't do it. It took me like an hour to order an Uber. <laughs> I couldn't like press on my phone. Uh, I, I hope, hopefully I can see that Spence in a few weeks. I love, I oh, love shit face. Yeah, as long as we shoot 10, do 10 shots of gin before going out, you'll see it. You got it. Oh my goodness. Bet my, bet my life savings on the Raptors. Let's go. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm pumped. Uh, by the way, we're going to we're going to a game in a few weeks. That's why he's bringing it up. Raptors Heat. Yeah. That's gonna be a good one. Yeah, taking all the Kyle Lowry overs. Oh, little revenge game. Yeah, I hope the Heat uh, don't rest anyone. I hope they go full ammo for that game. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I hope they do. Um, and also, oh, I can't wait. The, the Toronto Blue Jays are making moves. Baseball's back. I already placed a bet on them to win the World Series. They're going to be so fucking good this year. I cannot wait to go to some baseball games. They're going to be unbelievable. Nice. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta frequent some. I'm not the. I got all the alerts that there were some big time moves in the MLB yesterday, but oh yeah, I'm not a big baseball guy. I don't know who's who these days. I will say it helps living a five minute walk from the stadium and the tickets being twenty dollars. Yeah. And the games being friggin' every day. Yeah. I'll it does do it. <laughs> does help you become more of a fan. <laughs> um, nice. I got a little little uh, pre-rant, though, too. Now that uh, I'm back to the office once a week, you know, I like to uh, treat myself. You know, I'm going to 
drive to McDonald's in the morning and get a coffee and a bacon McMuffin hash brown combo. There's a Tim Hortons McDonald's drive-thru in the same parking lot. At 7.45 in the morning, you would not believe the line in the drive-thru at Tim Hortons. It is ridiculous. It is like cars outside onto the freaking side street, like blocking the way just to get a Tim Hortons coffee. And McDonald's is, no one goes there. It is beyond, I, I cannot understand it. McDonald's is better than Tim Hortons in every aspect. The coffee is vastly superior and it's not different enough to wait in that insane line. I don't well, understand it. Well, I've, I, I'm not a coffee guy, so I can, uh, I, I, I will, but I've heard that McDonald's coffee is a million times better than Tim Hortons coffee. It now is. what I can tell you as a, uh, overeater, um, and hangover destroyer of food is that while I like McDonald's breakfast overall better, mm-hmm. it's hard to compete with that far, that fucking farmer's wrap at Tim Hortons. That's true. And that I, is a good wrap. I, I'm not saying it's, it's line worthy. I would have waited an extra 20 minutes to get it, but fuck, that's some good shit with that. Like chipotle sauce. Oh, yeah, the wraps are awesome. I'm just I'm willing to bet people are there to get coffee at that hour in the morning, yeah. like on the way to work. I just I don't know why you'd waste ten more minutes of your life for an inferior coffee, even if you think it's better. Like it's it's not worth the wait. There's just opportunity costs. You know, it's a sunk cost. Like you're just losing time. Yeah, I don't know, it's it's beyond me. I, I can never understand it, but I'm not going to complain because I'm going to rock McDonald's and you know get my stuff in two minutes. Totally. Maybe we'll do a, maybe we'll do like a survey when I come to Toronto. We'll just sit outside and survey the Tim Hortons people and see what they want and give our <laughs> listeners some, some, some insights. Oh yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a great time. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Anyways. Uh, I mean, there's a fucking war going on. Like it's, I mean, I, I, I don't know if we, how much we want to get into it. I think you could turn on the news and get a million times better coverage. I think we're both probably on the same side. I mean, what other side is there really to take? Yeah, I don't think there's much to discuss, much to debate, especially, you know, coming in three weeks later on a podcast. Uh, I'm not going <laughs> to give you guys stuff you don't really know about. But what we can talk about oh. in this volatile market is... You know, where are we investing our money these days? What are we doing? Well, let me tell you about something. Not, that not I in Russian, upon. not in Russian equities. That's for sure. <laughs> let me tell you a little something that I I didn't stumble upon. My wife stumbled upon it and and told me about it. And we are in no way sponsored by. But as you look towards the summer and this beautiful day drinking, uh, might want to take a look at Vino Vest. Vino Vest is the new platform for investing in wine. Uh, I don't know much about wine. I just look for aromatique et souple at the SAQ. But if you are a wine connoisseur, you can invest. It's kind of like Vino Vest is like the what's the one? What's the commercial uh, where they make you feel like shit for using the same investor that your dad uses and tell you you're a fucking piece of shit boomer if you don't use it. It's those cheesy Quest Trade commercials. Is Quest Trade and what's the other one? 
don't know, Wealth Simple maybe? Or, Wealth uh... Simple, yeah. Fucking Guilt Trip Central. Fuck. <laughs> um, so it's like, essentially, it's like the Wealth Simple of wine. Um, so instead of like ordering the wine and holding it in your house, they'll actually hold it for you. So you can invest and then sell or you can invest. And then if you have a special occasion and you want to eventually use that wine, you can bring it, get it delivered to your house. So they'll actually do all the storage for you. Um, so that was something that was cool and interesting and, uh, I'll probably never touch it. Uh, but some of you might. So the wine or the, uh, or, or uh, investing in it? Either. I will never... I don't like... I'm not a wine guy. You know? Like, I'll have a I'll have a bit of white... Like, I don't even drink red. I, it makes me cry. So, if I, I usually <laughs> stick to the, the whites and the rosé all day. But, you know, wine is, wine is just for dates for me. And, like, if people have it at dinner, I'll, like, put down my Michelob for a bit and have a few glasses of wine. But, yeah. I like red wine. Uh, I had a nice cab on the weekend it was uh coppola coppola francis ford coppola director of the godfather he's got a a vineyard now or he probably has for some time and i've never discovered it but uh quite a nice cab right up my alley dry but also has a good amount of uh fruitiness to it but uh not too sweet low sugar content oh it was just just a fantastic cab um, I was checking out this Vino Vest, man, and uh, they store it for you and hold it. I think it's a 2.85% annual fee on your portfolio, so not bad. But it's also kind of cool, like, um, you could either do it manually and, like, buy and sell your own wines whenever you want, or you can kind of uh, let them, you, like, invest $1,000 and you let them build the portfolio for you and, like, tell you, like, oh, this wine should be sold in five years or ten years, because they do have shelf lives. Um, and they use like a series of like wine connoisseurs mixed with some uh, little AI algorithm to uh, meet your risk tolerance profile. I was messaging the girlfriend earlier. I was like, let's go half seas on $1,000. Hey, you got to diversify, man. Got to diversify that portfolio. Yeah. I mean, it's like buying mana coin. I just, uh, I think it would be, I don't know, it would be, maybe it'd be fun to do. But uh, I'll do some more research on it. But uh, I'm interested, you know. I'm definitely interested. Yeah, it I seems like a pretty legit company. <laughs> yeah, it looks very professional. Very nice website. Gotta say. Yeah, I, I was a I was a pretty big fan. It looks cool, and I I think it's a good idea too. Uh, pretty new company. Seem to be uh, popping a little bit. Beauty. What else do you want to get into here? I know we got a, like a very, very small, quick hitters. Uh, I know we got, uh, you know, Warren Buffett did his big uh, release to his shareholders, his annual letter to his shareholders, uh, holding on to a bit more cash than usual. Uh, a lot of cash, cash, actually. Quite yeah. a bit of cash. Makes uh, you nervous how much cash he's out. holding. Yeah. But, you know, when you eventually when things, you know, that's why when things pick back up, they pick back up big. When you see like him start getting back invested, things are going to shoot up. But he's I think basically he's saying there's no big value that he sees right now. So he's going to hold on to it, Uh, which seems a little crazy to me, like given like Monday where we were at some of these companies, some of the stocks. Um, I'd be surprised if he didn't put some cash to work. 
because there's some some pretty good tech deals out there right now in my opinion like long term doesn't mean we can go we can't go lower short term but i mean you're you're seeing some pretty good companies down like 80% off their highs yeah pretty crazy um and then we saw like another another industry i don't know if you wanted to talk about that a little more or keep chugging along but no i mean the the meeting was typical uh i read i, I didn't watch the five hours of it uh but uh i did did catch some recaps you know just uh sucking off apple for a while because it just makes them so much goddamn money uh respect there um typical like rips on uh you know the way some of these companies report earnings now and all these adjustments to the bottom line um to be wary of some some pretty good lessons in general and just some pretty good like life life invest uh life life um i can't think man this gin's gone to my head some pretty good life lessons in there too um <laughs> A pretty good one from uh, Charlie Munger, who's just, uh, you know, he's a quote machine, this guy, talking about uh, how teaching can really help you learn and understand something better. Like if you were to try to teach an orangutan, like math or something, or try to teach an orangutan, try to sell them on like one of your favorite investments, you would go through it like a 20 minute spiel about it and the orangutan still still won't know shit about what you're talking about but you'll actually understand it better so just kind of the value and like explaining things to someone actually like help you probably more than it'll help them yeah very interesting i think one thing and correct me if i'm wrong charlie munger a big uh very much against the the crypto space right oh yeah he hates it man he's been outspoken but um, it's been a, a, a battering in the crypto space for a while. Uh, been the last three, four months off those highs. Um, some good news in the last, uh, couple weeks, I guess. I think, well, I think the UK stopped uh, or banned their crypto cash ATMs or whatever you want to call it. But some good news out of the US, if you're into that sort of thing, um, is, you know, they, they kind of like released a, a, a statement without wanting to by accident. They deleted it was like a tweet or something like that. Uh, or on the Treasury's website, they, they made a, a statement, but then they came out and, and, and did confirm it that Joe Biden was looking to uh, add a bit more regulation. But like, you know, they signed some declaration that uh, they would be looking into it, making trying to make it work, seeing what they can do to you know make sure they do it properly and do it the right way. Which you know it, it, it slows things down for sure, but it definitely like makes it look like they're willing to uh, to make the investment and, and look and let it grow and and allow some stuff, but very much a focus on um, limiting the you know black market if you will or anything illegal and also a big focus is going to be the environmental impact but uh if they can get that turned around sky's the limit so uh, a nice little uptick in the last couple days bitcoin back over 40 um some other some other ones just some other coins popping off a little bit so you know hopefully at least for me we'll see uh, we'll see that continue but uh who knows yeah i think like uh it's kind of 
you, you know, I know like the main argument from like Bitcoin and, and Ethereum and cryptos mainly is like they, they don't want any s- s- sort of like government intervention or Fed intervention, right? But I actually think like it could be long term bullish for, for the uh, for the actual legit ones. Like just get rid of a lot of the shit coins that are pure scams and a lot of the yeah. black market activity that that could definitely that definitely should be long term bullish for the for the legit cryptocurrencies in the sector. Yeah. And, and, you know, a lot of what they're saying, like a lot of people think that like NFTs and stuff, I think there's like a legit market for it. I also think that like when you think of art, right, whether it's like I heard this crazy conspiracy theory the other day on uh, I was like scrolling through Instagram and it was that the modern art market, like when you see these like pieces of art go for like a shitload of money, um, you know, it's it's like, let's say like I hire you to fucking whack someone, right? And instead of just handing over like a million dollars or like, let's say I, I send you like $200,000 cash, like that looks fucking sketch, right? But if you like are an artist or like you're a quote unquote art collector, I can buy some like $100 piece of art that you say is worth $200,000. And I buy this piece of art and the sale is $200,000, but I'm not actually buying the art. I'm buying like some illegal service that you offered me or something like that. And, you know, you could probably do the same shit with NFTs. Um, I'm sure we're seeing it. So it's not like it's not like this shit doesn't happen, you know, outside of the crypto world. Like there's like there's still crime, like, you know, for sure. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. And maybe I'll just close off some quick, quick, quick hitters. Um, Amazon finally caved, announced a 20 for one stock split. So you don't have to pay 3K for one share of Amazon. Uh, they also announced a $10 billion buyback. Google just did this. I mean, we've said it many times. I mean, Tesla and Apple did it last year. Uh, NVIDIA did it recently. Stock split, I mean, uh, on paper, doesn't doesn't uh, increase the value of shares. Um, it's not supposed to theoretically, but it does allow people, um, you know, when, when the stock price is lower, it's a psychology thing, right? It, it allows smaller investors, more retail investors to buy into the stock. So in general, it's a, it's a pretty positive spin. Especially when one share is three three k, so uh, good on Amazon. Um, I saw Ford is getting pretty big into EVs. They're they're planning on breaking up their icing EV into two separate business units. Um, they're spending just a shitload of money on EVs. And uh, what else? Oh yeah, Nvidia arm deal officially dead. We kind of mentioned that, but it is officially done. So so Nvidia will not be completely dominating the uh, semiconductor industry although they probably still will be over the next 10 20 years and uh, i've seen a lot of this like disney and uh, netflix so like a lot of companies now trying to test these streaming um services with ads and hopefully fucking reducing the price a little bit per month because goddamn they're getting expensive with all these I think Amazon, yeah, I like, I don't know, like, if you notice on Amazon, like, there's some ads sometimes when you're watching a show. Yeah. I mean, you just skip them, so I don't know what the point is. Like, I always thought that with YouTube. I mean, I just skip all these ads. I have no idea what what they actually are. Yeah, like, that's why, like, companies, like, we do, we do some. Like, you just try and put your ad in three fucking seconds, right? There's some that are longer. You got to watch the whole 30 seconds, depending on what you're watching, but... Yeah, like they, 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 their pricing model, I think, is that <clears throat> if you get an impression in the first three seconds, like you're charged something maybe. But if they don't skip, 
or they watch the whole thing, or if they click on something after, then then as the advertiser, you pay YouTube. So uh, I've never bought anything off of those YouTube ads, but I do. Uh, like, I mean, I'll leave my shit on. Like, fucking market me all the good stuff. I'm going to get ads. Might as well be good ones. Um, and yeah. Um, I don't know how I ran on that rant or what it was going to. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, with Disney, like... Uh, I had, I kept getting, for some reason, like my email address is on our Disney account, but it's, I don't know whose credit card is on it, but I kept getting the emails that, oh, your Disney account's getting canceled soon, but I didn't say shit because I wanted to see if, like, I don't go on Disney, but I wanted to see if she would realize that like, oh, we don't have Disney anymore. So I could be like, see, we don't need it. Like, (laughs) save 10 bucks a month. It's going to mean tons for our future. Like, as if, but (laughs) she noticed. So we're back on Disney. Uh, but Save I keep you telling can. you, bro, you got to watch Peacemaker. I, I hear you, man. I, it's on my list. I got, uh, not enough time. I need, I need like longer day. I need to live on Mars. Aren't the days there 26 hours? <laughs> because I'd, I have so many freaking shows and backlog I'm trying to work through. Um, that's definitely on the short list. I'll be watching soon. I'm currently watching Yellowstone. I'm trying to work through that. Pretty good show. Um, Almost bought a cowboy hat watching it. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Um, but fuck, it's a big commitment as well. So um, once I'm done Yellowstone, I'll be watching Peacemaker. That's Yellowstone's for sure. not the one with Kevin Bateman, right? Or whatever his name is. Jason it is, Bateman. yeah. Kevin Costner. No, no, no that's Ozark. I, uh, oh, I yeah. gave up. I quit that, yeah. The uh, the GF has to go alone for the rest of the way. I um, I tapped out. I, I was done just it ran its course you know it's like uh, an old relationship it just had enough for the show and i dropped out enjoyed it for what it was but uh it, it didn't fill your lifelong aspirations so you had to move on yeah i was just getting annoyed with it uh it got to a point like she it's in the last season too i dropped out and i was like oh just tell me what happens and then she started telling me what happens and after two minutes i was like getting annoyed with even the recap so <laughs> you know, it, it was a really bad relationship that had to end. I hear ya. Well, kudos to you for knowing when to call it quits and instead of dragging <laughs> it out. For sure, man. You know, and hey, we got to do some uh, NBA playoffs coming soon. We got to do some some NBA uh, playoff picture next time we we catch up. Uh, does it really matter? It, I already oh, yeah. placed my I already placed my bet on the Brooklyn Nets, man. Oh, that's uh, that's not a big number. I uh, I had uh, I do I have two it. bucks to turn to eighty if the Bulls win, but I I think That's... it's a bit of a long shot. Yeah, I mean I got a uh, Phoenix Suns, odds, but I got a Suns future that I feel pretty good about. Um, I I mean I feel like they're pretty favorite to come out of the West, but uh, I I don't know, man. I really liked. I don't know if they're gonna choke in the playoffs. I really like the way Boston's been playing recently. They've been playing really yeah. good basketball, and Boston's I just have a, good a sleeper pick. Uh, yeah, like, but uh, yeah, the the East is is pretty strong. And then I, like, I have a those weird are my three feeling. favorites in the East: Boston, Brooklyn, and uh, the Bulls. The Bulls, yeah. The Bulls, the Bulls. Yeah, I don't trust the Seventy Sixers. That's for sure. Well, Doc Rivers is going to find a way to fuck it up. Now they got Drama Queen James Harden in there. It's tough, tall order. And, like, Joel Embiid can't play 
Like, he can't play a full seven-game series. He's going to, halfway through the series, he's going to start taking fucking fadeaways from the free-throw line. It's going to happen. It happens every time. You heard it here first. That's true. That's true. He's been a machine all year, though. Like, it's... Yeah. He has been... Uh, if there if there's ever been a year. I like it, man. I like it. I also have a weird feeling that... Uh, I mean, I don't like the team whatsoever, but uh, I just have a feeling that uh, Luca and the Mavericks are going to make a little bit of a run this year. Uh, I so, think they're gone first round. That's where they've been the past couple of years, but uh, I think they might I'm have a, some I'm Luka, a, Luka magic I'm a non-believer. I'm a non-believer in Luca. You don't like the superstar edition of Spencer Dinwiddie and Davis Bertans? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't the know Latvian, The Latvian laser? I don't know if that's enough. I also, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I think the reason I love Brooklyn and the reason I think they stole that trade is it's a good trade. I think it was a. I think it was a like you know James Harden is fucking great. Like don't get me wrong, Ben Simmons choker but great on D. So like you don't really need the offensive side of him. But Seth Curry, man, was like giving up Seth Curry too in that trade. Was that was the that was the the whatever you want to call it, the dart in the heart or whatever the fucking term is. But yeah, Seth Curry's a, a fucking great basketball player. I think he's a, a like almost like a five years ago uh, Danny Green type of impact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just you just need him to hit threes. Hit threes, play good defense, play make good passes, drive and pass. Like yeah. And you got addition. Drummond in there too. Like I know he's yeah. way past his prime, but I, I always don't get why the Raptors don't sign like Drummond or or Demarcus Cousins for like a million bucks. Instead, they roll out Kahem Birch at the five. But like, <laughs> like these <laughs> Andre Drummond, just yeah, 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 just do your thing, man. You're like the fifth option. Yeah, and yo, Demarcus Cousins, fuck, dude, he ate up the like they were like uh, I the. Fucking Philly was up like 19 the other night, and then DeMarcus was, Cousins yeah, came out, hit back to back threes. He's a fucking animal. I love this dude. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a beast. A perfect Jokic uh, backup. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we'll get more into that next time when the playoffs are looming. Yeah, and uh, I think uh, I'll get us out of here for now. So uh, you know, thanks as always for for tuning in. The countdown is on to 100, ladies and gents. And, um, yeah, I guess we'll uh, enjoy the nice weather and we'll check you later. Peace out.